Good morning. Welcome to worship at First United Methodist Church in Martinsville, Virginia. We are delighted that you have joined us this morning and we greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We also have drive-in worship, which our phrase about that is, come as you are, stay in the car. And it's in the parking lot of our Uptown Ministry Center, which is located at 145 East Main Street in Martinsville. Again, that's Sundays at nine o'clock and we broadcast the service so that you can pick up the sound through your, through your radio in your car. So we invite you to that as well. But thank you so much for joining us for worship this morning. Our call to worship this morning is actually our New Testament lesson in a responsive format. So let us join in reading responsively. Let love be genuine, hate what is evil, hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection, outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal, be ardent in spirit, serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope, be patient in suffering, persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints, extend hospitality to strangers. Bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another, do not be haughty. Associate with the lowly, do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If it is possible, so far as it depends upon you, live in peace with all. Thank you. 
join our hearts and voices in our opening prayer. God, you are made known to us in the rustling wind that blows, in the blazing fire that does not consume, in the face of the good, in the deep of the unknown. We meet you here. We accept your greeting. We welcome your inspiration. We await the change you have in store for us. Draw us into you, inhabit our spirits, focus our attention. Bring us to you, you who are already with us. Help us to be as you would have us be. Through Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, here and everywhere, now and always. Amen. Good morning. Thank you for joining me for the children's time. It's kind of a tough time these days. I watched the news last night and I saw that there was a hurricane about ready to come ashore in Louisiana and Texas called Hurricane Laura and it did. It came ashore overnight and we're starting to see pictures of the damages and, and starting to hear about and some of the tragedy that has accompanied that and and then of course there are wildfires in California and um, there's some political division in our country and there's you know, just a lot of things going on that are making people feel very heavy-hearted as we especially go through this time of pandemic and I know that for children this also means that school is a lot different um, I remember when I was little, I remember before I went to kindergarten, I was so excited about buying all of our school supplies and buying school clothes and, and I really was looking forward to riding on the big yellow bus, but I know that a lot of school children this year aren't going to be riding on a, a yellow bus. You're going to be uh, at home and you're going to be on a computer and it's just very, it's very different. And, um, all of us are feeling this, this um, COVID-19 pandemic in a different way. We are all wearing masks at the office and, and uh, we try to be as careful as we possibly can. But I think everyone's getting really tired of it. And, um, and it's just kind of hard sometimes to, to live with some of the heaviness of heart that comes from dealing with things we don't want to deal with, or sadnesses we don't know what to do about. So, um, our scripture this morning from Romans, it offers us some ideas for when we're feeling weary, or when we're, when we're dealing with things that we don't want to deal with, but we have to anyway. And it's all about doing something that um, Mr. Rogers used to talk about. Mr. Rogers if you don't know who that is, used to have a program, a TV program for children. And he taught a lot about kindness and listening and, and just being uh, a, good, a good friend to people. And he said that whenever there's a tragedy or whenever people are going through hard times, look for the helpers. Look for the helpers and when you see helpers, you will see signs of hope. And so our um, scripture lesson is all about becoming the helpers. And it says, let love be gen genuine. Let go of what is evil and hold on to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. 
outdo one another in showing honor, rejoice in hope, be patient in suffering, contribute to the needs of the saints, persevere in prayer, extend hospitality to strangers. Those are all ways of being kind. And this week, if, um, if your parents get a bulletin, a, a program for the worship service, attached to it is going to be a list of 101 acts of random acts of kindness, 101 ideas, uh, just how to surprise somebody by being kind, somebody you know or somebody you don't know. And you know, I would just love it if you would add to that list and maybe call me or, 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 or send me a note or somehow tell me what you've added. Um, I think children a lot of times really teach us mm, a lot and certainly teach us a lot about kindness. So I would love to hear your ideas of how to be one of those helpers, your ideas about how to share kindness in the world. Um, I got this really wonderful thing this week. Um, um, Renee Edwards did a, did a um, she colored a page for me and sent this really nice note that said, praying for you as you adjust to your move and, and bless us with God's word. And it's signed Glenn and Renee. And I just, that just really made my heart happy. So sharing a picture with somebody, sharing a smile with somebody, a kind word, it really makes a difference when people are walking around with heavy hearts or facing challenges that they're getting tired of facing. So this week, I really urge you to be kind, talk with your families about how to be kind, talk with your families about how to act on that kindness, and if you would share your ideas with me, I would love that. Thank you so much. Have a great week. Let us pray. For the Word of God in Scripture, for the Word of God among us, for the Word of God within us, we give thanks to you, O God. Amen. Our New Testament lesson this morning is the, found in the 12th chapter of Romans, beginning with the ninth verse. Let love be genuine, hate what is evil, hold fast to what is good, love one another with mutual affection, outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal, be ardent in spirit, serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope, be patient in suffering, persevere in prayer. Contribute, contribute to the needs of the saints, extend hospitality to strangers, bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse them, rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep, live in harmony with one another, do not be haughty but associate with the lowly, do not claim to be wiser than you are, do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If it is possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Now if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on their heads. Do not over, be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. 
This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Our gospel lesson this morning is found in the 16th chapter of Matthew's gospel, beginning with the 21st verse. From that time on, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and undergo great suffering at the hands of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him saying, God forbid it, Lord, this must never happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. For you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. And Jesus told his disciples, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit them if they gain the whole world but forfeit their life? Or what will they give in return for their life? For the Son of Man is to come with his angels in the glory of his Father, and then he will repay everyone for what has been done. Truly I tell you, there are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. This is the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God. Amen. It is hard to watch the news right now. There's a heaviness in the air and a heaviness of heart that follows. As I preach this sermon, Category 4 Hurricane Laura is bearing down on Louisiana and Texas with sustained 150 mile per hour winds, an expected storm surge of 15 to 20 feet, and a half million people under mandatory evacuations seeking shelter, complicated by social distancing and safety pro protocols required during this pandemic. Soon we will hear of those who haven't survived, those who have lost homes and businesses, people without power, and a rebuilding effort that will last years. We will see the before and after pictures showing roads and structures that are no more. We are watching wildfires in California. We are all weathering this wearying pandemic and encountering racial unrest and political rancor. I remember as a kid so looking forward to buying school clothes and school supplies and being excited about riding to school on a big yellow school bus. And this year, many children won't be doing any of that. My niece is starting school at UVA and my stepmother is so upset that she is not having a typical college experience, but I think about the kindergartners. I think about them starting the school year at a computer screen in the kitchen. And also, there are so many signs of hope, so many instances of humanity and heroism and selflessness. A picture showing a line spanning several blocks captioned, these people are not lining up to receive help, they're lining up to volunteer. I understand that there are some fire firefighters who are going to be shipping out from Greensboro um, close to us to be of help. There are images of people helping people and there is a, a sense of unity that is rooted in a hope that can only take place after a shared tragedy. 
I am reminded that when Mr. Rogers would talk to children following a tragedy, he would say, look for the helpers. Which leads us to this morning's text from Romans. If you look at our call to worship, it is a responsive reading of this text. Starting at verse 9 of chapter 12, I want you to notice all of the imperatives. Love, hold fast, outdo, be ardent, serve, rejoice. Be patient, persevere, contribute, extend hospitality, rejoice, bless, associate, overcome. They're all action words, and they're action words with no loopholes. There are no excuses. There are no qualifiers. The text doesn't say, if you feel like it, if you like the person, if you have the time, if you have the resources, just imperative after imperative after imperative. It's an interesting list of exhortations because Paul, in the first 11 chapters of Romans, has been telling them that there was nothing that they could do to earn their own salvation. No amount of being nice, of praying, of almsgiving, no amount of good deeds or good works they could do could, would persuade God to love them because... God already loved them. In Christ, God had already given them the gifts of love and salvation. They could not, they could not be purchased. They could not be bargained for. They were gifts because we're saved by grace. It's Paul's major point. The old law of Moses was given to Israel as a way to live gratefully in response to God's grace and love. Obeying the law was a way of saying thank you to God, but over the years, obeying the law became an end unto itself, a way to think one was achieving one's salvation or righteousness and a means to exclude those less scrupulous about obeying the law so perfectly. It became an instrument for dividing people into categories, righteous and sinful, clean and unclean, holy and unholy. Paul's message was simple and consistent. We are saved not by the law, but by God's grace. Well, as you can imagine, Paul's critics dug right in, accusing him of moral laxity. If you don't have to be good, why would anyone try to be good? If the purpose of the law is not to present, prevent sin and punish it when it happens, well, then anything goes. And Paul responded to his critics by reminding them that grace is not cheap. It cost God the life of his son. And Paul reminded his critics that the life of faith is costly as we give ourselves away in love. And not because we have to, but because we are grateful for what God has done. I was reading a commentary this week that mentioned Pee Wee Reese. I vaguely remember him in the movie 42, but I didn't really know much about him, so I looked him up online. He died in 1999 at the age of 81, and his passing warranted a full six columns in the New York Times, as well as a picture of Reese and two colleagues, Jackie Robinson and Preacher Rowe. Pee Wee Reese was a baseball player, and one author concluded was an embodiment of the phrase, the genuine article, 
a person or object that does not pose, posture, or pretend to be something he, she, it is not. A person or thing with integrity, no pretense, no attempt to be anything other than what he, she, or it essentially is. A good Chicago hot dog, a violin solo, a Sammy Sosa home run, a police officer on duty on a bitter cold night, a nurse at the bedside of a dying patient, the genuine article. Pee Wee Reese played for the Brooklyn Dodgers in the 40s and 50s. Reese was a great player year in and year out, the Dodgers captain, the heart of the team, but he is remembered because of something he did at a critical time in American history. No African American had ever played Major League Baseball. And then in 1947, the Dodgers brought Jackie Robinson to Brooklyn, and the reaction in the country and in baseball itself was immediate and negative. Well, Reese, the captain of the team, was a Southerner. Another Southerner on that team, Dixie Walker, circulated a petition among the players protesting Robinson's presence in the field and in the clubhouse. And Reese refused to sign. Everywhere the Dodgers went, fans and opposing teams booed and shouted insults at Robinson. Early in the season, the Dodgers were in Boston to play the Braves. The Braves players started to heckle Reese for being a Southerner and playing beside a black man. Reese didn't answer or even look at them. Instead, he walked over to Jackie Robinson and put his arm around his shoulders and began to talk to him. Later, Robinson said it was that gesture that changed everything. Pee Wee Reese was the genuine article. This morning's New Testament lesson reminds us that God dreams big dreams for us. God dreams of a world in which social and political transformation happens, a world where love is genuine, where faithful people actually do choose love instead of hatred, do choose inclusivity instead of exclusivity, grace instead of the law, justice instead of injustice. God's dream is of a world populated by people who are transformed by God's love and who then give their lives to the godly work of compassion, justice, and genuine love. Sometimes we are privileged to see that world breaking in. Sometimes we are privileged to see in a moment in an encounter, a man on a baseball field putting his arm around another man, a gesture of generosity, an act of courage, a deed of hope, the genuine article, God's love at work in the world. Sometimes we even get to see that in the middle of a hurricane. Jesus sat at table with his friends on the night of his arrest. He broke bread for them and poured wine and shared it with them. And then he did the most astonishing thing for the love of God, he went out and laid down his life, the genuine article. But not before calling his disciples to remember him when they gathered around that holy table. A table meant to offer us now sustenance, a reminder of his enduring presence with us, and the true and life-giving possibility for each one of us that we can be the genuine article for others. This week I invite you to think of some ways to live out this text, to let love be genuine, to hate what is evil, to hold fast to what is good, to love one another with mutual affection, 
to outdo one another in showing honor, to rejoice in hope, to be patient in suffering, to persevere in prayer, to contribute to the needs of the saints, to extend hospitality to strangers, to bless those who persecute you, to rejoice with those who rejoice, to weep with those who weep. Mr. Rogers, when he would talk with children after a tragedy, would tell them where to find signs of hope. Look for the helpers, he would say. This week, let us find ways to be the helpers. Christ has equipped and sustained us for the task. Thanks be to God. Amen.
join in affirming your faith with me with the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come again to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And now with the confidence of children of God, let us pray as our Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. now may you go forth in peace to love and to serve God and your neighbor in all that you do. Amen.